Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with... Frank Wolf, Francis Beck, and Tom Prince from WNY Athletics. Roger is out uh, rubbing elbows with the uh, rich and famous, uh, thanks to uh, Harry Skull Jr., the Buffalo News, posting a cool picture of Roger meeting Gino uh, Oriama, head coach of UConn women's basketball. He is the to enemy. Take... What's that? They are the enemy. Yeah, the enemy tomorrow because they will be uh, facing UB women's. And, uh, by the way, congratulations to Summer Hemphill and uh, the UB uh, ladies who beat Rutgers. And congratulations to uh, Nate Oates' squad, the UB men, uh, defeating Arizona State. And now they are set to uh, take on Texas Tech tomorrow. And once again, the games are going to conflict. I think they're going to tip off as a half an hour apart. So, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I hate sinuses, by the way. <laughs> just, just in. I hate it. Seems I'm getting like all of a sudden, then too. I start coughing. Great. Real professional on my part. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Pretty good. Better than me, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Health-wise, you know. We're morning. getting by. Morning, y'all. You know, it was so disgusting <laughs> to wake up and look outside and see this, this white garbage i'm sick of it i don't want to see it anymore but looking at the weather forecast for next friday we're talking 65 degrees so we can join francis and start wearing shorts again wait, wait, wait. i'm calling it this was the last one of the season you think I so knew we were due for one more i knew last week we were due for one more this was it so i can go ahead and run the gas out of my snowblower yes all right i'm gonna take i'm gonna take francis's word for it of course it's always shorts weather for francis who came in the office shorts today of course right? It's listen, always summer for him, right? Listen, I don't need to see all the hate mail if this doesn't come to fruition, all right? Especially when the baseball season starting. <laughs> They're going to hold Francis accountable. It's By the way, he's not a meteorologist. <laughs> but he plays one on radio. He plays one on Inside High School Sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, guys, uh, it's hard to believe that uh, softball has already started, so we've already had games in, and uh, lacrosse has already started. Tom, you said baseball is going to get going. Yeah, it should be this week. Um, we've had scrimmages live. Like There have been people scrimmaging all over the place, but we haven't really had anything live yet. So uh, you'll see games go live starting this week. Awesome. Yeah, there's a bunch going on. Yeah, um, let's get into news and notes. You go well, ahead, Frank. Just to get everyone on the same page with boys basketball, out at the Cool Insuring Arena in Glens Falls, New York, where Roger is today. No. Uh, he's not there? No, he's in UConn. No, he is going to this game, and then he's going to bounce back to UConn. Oh, jeez. Get it right. Didn't you get the text message from Roger? No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't think he was going to make plans. that crazy of a drive. But he is in Glens Falls today. Park Academy plays at 1045. They're playing the Albany Academy. 
And, and this the, is for the Federation Championship. That's the Class A semifinal. If they win today, tomorrow they'll play the winner of Poughkeepsie playing Frederick Douglass. In the Class B semifinal, the O'Hara Hawks boys varsity team is playing Lawrence Woodmere at 12.30. And then at 2.15, it's Glens Falls playing South Bronx Prep. Now, Glens Falls is the team with Joe Girard III heading to Syracuse, had a dramatic championship win last week. Um, I don't see them beating that South Bronx Prep team today, but it would be awesome if O'Hara and Glens Falls could both win today to see what O'Hara could do against that Joe Girard kid. That would be awesome. Plus, Jim Beheim will be at the game because he's not going to be too busy tomorrow. (laughs) Um, I want to give a shout-out to, you mentioned uh, Gino Ariam and UConn earlier. We have to give a shout-out to 2017 Depew grad Tess Borgosh. She played five minutes in that game yesterday again uh, for Towson. It was their first appearance ever in the NCAA women's dance. So she did play against UConn yesterday. Roger was there for that. Wow. Want to give a shout-out to Brett Banker, the Kenton School Athletic Director, at the annual New York State Athletic Administrators Association Conference held in Saratoga, Saratoga just two weeks ago. He was installed as the president representing upwards of 700 ADs. It's a one-year term. He is also the president-elect for Section 6 for the third time, so give wow. a shout-out to Brett. Yeah, great job. Um, I saw a good friend this morning of the program, uh, uh, Mr. Dick Gallagher. Yay! He's out and about the Amherst area enjoying a nice cup of coffee. And Did he, he say, lo- go Red Sox? You know what? He didn't have a single bit of Red Sox garb on. No. But he did have like a New York State public high school jacket on, so he's still representing high school sports. He's probably, I mean, look at it outside. I can no, see why it, he didn't have a Red Sox It was just too early in the morning probably because Dick always is, is touting those Red Sox. And he is a gentleman. He wasn't wearing a hat inside a building. So okay. maybe it, I just didn't see it. He could have had it to the side of him. You know, you never know. But shout out to him. He is a treasure, right? <laughs> I mean, he is a right. local treasure when it comes to high school sports. Not even just football, but he's a treasure. And well, I, know I said if it wasn't for him, I, uh, he's the one that suggested I, I do this program. So well, honestly, if it wasn't for so him, blame him now. <laughs> yeah. if, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be doing the baseball stuff right now. It all started through Dick. At Channel 2 with me. That's right. And, and, and took off from there. Because you, you guys know, were doing a lot of online stuff for Channel 2. You know, and I was helping him out a little bit with the football behind the scenes, you know, where I try to help him out where I can also. But I'm going to tell you, um, you know, I can't say enough positive about a man and what he's done for football in this area, sports in this area. He's a legend, and he will always be known for high school sports. I am so happy and proud to call him a friend. Yep, same uh, really. Uh, it's just it's been great. Anytime he's in the building, uh, we sit down and, and we chat for a little bit. It's just uh, it's great to uh, great to be around him. All right, That's let's cool. move on here. I've so, got. Uh, wait, uh, I still have news and notes. Can I do some? Oh, okay. It is I thought my you were program. On from I news and notes. I no, thought, no, no. I okay. have stuff to read too. If you don't mind, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Francis. I appreciate it. Uh, Cal Phillips posted this on our uh, Inside High School Sports Facebook page. This Sunday, high school boys rugby kicks off their season with the third annual Challenge Cup tournament at St. Bonaventure uh, University. 
Canisius, Kenmore, Grand Island, Orchard Park, Fairport, and Corning are all ready to face each other to see who will bring home the Challenge Cup. Kenmore's defending two-time champion and are looking for their third. If you want to see some of the top players in, uh, in teams in Western New York, St. Bonaventure is the place to be. Francis. All right, I have two things. A big congratulations to West Seneca West senior Caitlin Morris. She committed to the University of Akron to continue her academic and lacrosse career. And then I thought this was really cool. I saw this. It's the 716 Lyman Camp hosted by Canisius High School. This is a free camp, by the way. And who's going to be there? We have the Canisius High School staff with Rich Robbins, Scott Peters, Adam Roster, and these two guys. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Ryan Hunter and John Urschel, who apparently went to Canisius and are in this thing called the NFL. Uh, so they'll be hosting this camp. It'll run Urschel's in June. Urschel's retired. Yeah, he, well, he played in the NFL. Uh, this now he's be... solving all math equations ever. <laughs> I mean, the guy, it, it, genius, I think, would be an understatement when you talk about him. Yeah, Seriously. He... Yeah, he's a smart guy. Uh, this will be Friday, June twenty first, and June tw- and uh, Saturday, June twenty second. We'll have another announcement as we get closer. But it'll be at Canisius. It's completely free, and it's for anybody entering seventh through eleventh grades. More information: go to CrusaderCampSeries.com. Tom, anything? All right, this was sent to me. Uh... The uh, Hilbert College has announced dates for its very popular boys and girls summer basketball camps. Still one of the only overnight basketball camps in Western New York. This summer's camps are again expected to be sold out. The boys' weeks now in their 40th year are June 30th, uh, July 4th, July 14th through July 18th. The girls' weeks are July 7th through July 11th, July 21st, July, uh, July 5th. Uh, check-in is on Sunday between 2.30 and 4 p.m. Each camp concludes on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Campers are given the choice of staying on campus, a resident camper, in air-conditioned Trinity Hall, or commuting day campers. Day camps run from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. weekly. Cost for each week is $390 for resident campers, $295 for day campers. All meals included in the cost register prior to June 1st and receive $25 discount. Groups of five or more receive an additional $15 discount. All campers receive personal evaluation, reversible jersey, camp water bottles, along with the very best in individual instructions. To register your child, go to uh, hilberthawks.com and click go to the men's or women's basketball pages. For more information on boys' camps, please contact Hilbert College head men's basketball coach Rod de Grandpierre at uh, 926 Three, uh, the women's basketball coach Amy Schneifelder seven. I mean nine two six eighty seven seventy five. So if you want to check out those camps, they're there for you. And you could also find a lot of additional camps that uh, get posted from time to time on the Inside High School Sports Facebook page. I'd like to announce our G and G Fitness 
Coach of the Week. If you would like to nominate a coach, go to LiveFit.com. That's lowercase letters, LiveFit.com. Nominate your Coach of the Week. And this week's winner is Alan Dunlop, Franklinville Girls Basketball Coach, State Champions! So congratulations to him. And just a couple last things. Uh, the WNY Athletics Girls High School Banquet for uh, Girls Basketball will be held on April 2nd. We're going to honor the top 25 girls from this past season, the Coach of the Year. And uh, we're also going to have a Player of the Year announced that morning or that day as well. And that's at Ilio de Paula's on Tuesday, April 2nd. The invitations went out to the honorees this past uh, Thursday. So look for that. It was addressed to the AD at your school. So ADs, check your mail. And there's also going to be a WNY Athletics Girls Basketball Invitational next year, December 13th and 14th. It'll be at Kemmer West High School. We've invited 18 teams right now. We've heard back from 17 of them, all committed. One of them said they were already booked, but they wish they would have known about it just a few days earlier and they would have joined. We may even be able to fit in a few more teams. So if you are interested in playing next year in the WNY Athletics Girls Basketball Invitational. Look for me on Facebook or Twitter at Wolf3328. It's pretty much almost all booked, but uh, our committee is doing a, jo- a great job right now of putting those matchups together, and we're looking forward to hosting our first event. Oh, that's cool. Great stuff, yeah. Frank. Yep. Uh, also, is it uh, today we all have the uh, All-Star Games going on at City Honors, I believe. All morning, all day long, uh, the Silver Hoops Classic. Now, is Butler Mitchell not associated with that anymore? Paul Masana Memorial? They're all involved. I think this is just a location that they decided to go. Okay. Is it City Honors? So so go there. You know, if you're a Hoops fan, uh, it's they, a great place to be. Unfortunately, had to cancel the girls' game. Yeah, not that is unfortunate. Girls responded. I So... And that's uh, that's gets You got to get on the coaches and the ads. They these girls were invited. They and the coaches were. You got to get the word out. But I I feel the the pain of trying to reach out to some of these ads and coaches at times. They know who they are. There's some that get the same email five six times. And just with this girls' invitation hoops, um, I had three coaches that said their ads never told them. And why are how do we get in? What do we got to do? And we're talking top teams. Why are you an AD or a coach if you don't want to communicate and and do what's better? I mean, I don't want to dump on it, but it just seems like some people dropping the ball. It, it drives me crazy. Well, you all know I'm in the process right now of putting the preseason profiles together for baseball. And, and there are just some teams that do not want to deal with the media, that do not look at the media as a positive thing. They look at it as a negative thing because of whatever's happened in the past. Right? And I right, wrong, or indifferent – that's their thinking is something negative has happened in the past. But they so, don't complain if you don't get publicity. But they aren't complaining you know, in some All cases. Right, then that's right? fine. Some right? do. Some, I mean, that, that, know, that's a trade-off. So, so, yeah, exactly. Some uh, are okay with that trade-off is exactly what it is. But with the if way— If I'm a parent, though, I'd be upset. It, well, That's the, just me. And the way social media is now, and it's so dependent, social media, on your kids sometimes and college recruiting, it really comes into play. They want to see where you've been recognized. They want to see who's recognized you. They want to see what positive you've done. It's more than just a number that's on a sheet, right, or a number that you achieved. They want to see what recognition and awards you've won also. Good point. Good point. One of the things about, you know, the Connolly Cup Committee, just I'm going to say this. 
Those guys are, there's a reason why there's three to four of them at every game, because they want to see the player that's being talked about, not just what he does on the field. They want to see how he's behaving on the sidelines. How's he behaving away from the play? Is he a good teammate? Is he, a good, is he showing good sportsmanship? All of that is factored into the Conley Cup's decision at the end of the year. And there's other committees. Tom, you're putting one together for baseball. And it's going to be no different. They're not just watching the athlete as he's at bat or you know he's on the mound. They're also watching your body language. And Gino Oriyama, the coach of Connecticut, had a great press conference a couple of years ago where he tells these folks, you know, if you have poor sportsmanship, you are not getting off my bench. It doesn't matter how good you are. You may not even get recruited. Exactly. And that's kind of the boat a lot of people. And it's not miss. just the players, too. They're also watching your parents. I'm speaking of, of recruiters. Oh, absolutely. I saw something recently where a recruiter says he attends a, a basketball game. If he hears parents bad-mouthing the coach, forget it. He doesn't want nothing to do with that recruit. How, how many times do you see, and it's not, not just our page, but any Facebook page, if these parents don't think they're having an influence on their son or daughter's recruitment process, they're mistaken. If you are on Facebook 24-7 or Twitter beating up the coach, the league, the officials, or anyone in general, you're hurting your child. You're hurting your child. And possibly your child's teammates. They think we're joking. We're not joking. We're not joking. There's only so many scholarships to go around. And, you know, if if you're a senior, if you are a senior and you're not being recruited right now, there's a reason why. If you are a senior this year, if you are going into your senior year and you haven't had one college recruiter knock on your door, there's a reason why. And the parents have to understand that. They saw your son, and there's a reason why they're not, they don't want to recruit him. They've seen your daughter act. There's a reason why they're not recruiting her. So if you're a senior right now and you haven't had one offer... There's a reason why. All right. And you've got to look in the mirror. Let me add on to that, though, okay? That's only if that you've gone out and made a effort to be seen in front of these coaches. There are some people who don't understand the process, too. And the reason they haven't been seen is they haven't gone to camps. They haven't been to the colleges. They haven't done those right things. So I just want to make sure it says you've been out there invisible, and that would be the reason why then. I would say I, I don't disagree with you at all. I don't disagree with you. But you know these kids mm. are pushing themselves and their agenda because it's the same kids who have their huddle accounts, all their videos, and they're sending them out to everybody and they're pinned to the top of their Twitter feed for everyone to see. So you know they're out there promoting themselves and they have no offers and they wonder why. We're going to be doing a program definitely on recruiting uh, not only the do's and don'ts, but just how to give advice. You know, Maybe parents uh, have kids just entering high school uh, next year and will help you get you uh, uh, up to speed as to what recruiters and coaches are looking for nowadays. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, ugly has made the news in sports. And, uh, you know, <laughs> usually you say that. ugly, you think of a baseball score or out of hand uh, you know, performance by a team. No, this is ugly of human nature. And we're going to talk about that when we come back and we're talking about the uh, hockey incident. Uh, so we're going to have that. Plus, uh, the guys are going to go into the uh, WNY Athletics, uh, you know, sort of all hockey team. So we'll talk to them about that. All that and more coming up on the other side of the break. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. 
We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiuri, along with Frank Wolf, Francis Beck, and Tom Prince from WNY Athletics. Before we uh, kick it into high gear, Tom, you did have something that you wanted to uh, mention. Yeah, so Frank was great. He alluded to uh, a new award that we're going to be starting here for the Western New York Baseball Player of the Year. Uh, we did announce it months ago here on the show, but now we're about to kick off the baseball season, so really wanted to bring it to life. And that'll be the Colpoise Barrows Cup, which will name the Western New York, New York Baseball Player of the Year. Uh, very similar to what the Conley Cup does. It'll be 10 weeks of 10 to ten or so nominations each week for Player of the Week, um, where then you'll be able to be recognized with the top 10 at the dinner at the end of the year where we'll also have uh, all that announced very shortly. But it will be – it's named after Don Colpois, um, former Canisius coach, had uh, a lot to do with the Bisons, a huge person here in Western New York baseball. And then Don Barros, who was also a good friend of Don Colpois um, in Orchard Park, was right now the winningest head coach in um, – in Orchard, not only in Orchard Park history, but is also the winningest head coach in Section Six yeah. with over 620 wins. So, wow, that's so, so cool. Yeah. So, and then and then the other thing we'll be bringing back is uh, the Senior All Star Game, which we will be bringing back, and we're actually going to name that after uh, somebody at, there at the uh, opening ceremonies. Do you of that have the game. location yet for that game? That game will be held actually in Orchard Park. Okay, um, is it's already been set. Um, will be the week before the state finals is what it'll be. Um, and we'll be holding that again in Orchard Park, and uh, we'll have a North versus South team where Chuck Sen Sr., who is the current winningest head coach in Section 6, will coach the South team, and he will coach against his son, Chuck Sen Jr. Uh, of Orchard Park, and uh, Chuck Sen Jr. will coach the North team. Oh, that is outstanding. Good stuff. Uh, we have Mark Quell Slaughter on the line. Ooh. Good morning, Quell. What's up, everybody? How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm actually under the weather a little bit. Um, I'm getting pretty sick over here. Oh, man, you, I can hear it in your voice. I'm over here suffering from uh, allergies and sinuses. To, uh, uh, together, we're a pair, certainly. Uh, we have a couple of minutes, buddy. What have you got for us? Yeah, I just want to um, let everybody know I was at a, I was at the basketball boys basketball state finals last week, and I got to see um, a local squad, Middle College, up there. Um, as as y'all know, they had a pretty good season. Um, at the state semi Saturday, they ran into a Lake George team that was on a 54 game winning streak that spanned back to 2017. And Middle College actually knocked them boys off to get to the state championship game on Sunday. And honestly, going into Sunday, myself and a few other people thought Middle College was the best C team um, that we saw there in Binghamton. But they had to play one of the teams I covered, Cooperstown, which is actually, everybody knows, they're more famous for being the home of the Baseball Hall of Fame but they have a pretty good uh, high school boys and girls basketball history over there as well. And um, they ran um, – Middle College ran into my Cooperstown team, and Cooperstown handed it to them and was able to – they won it 71-61, to 61, but 
Um, Cooperstown had them by more points than that most of the game. Um, but um, it was a very good year by Middle College. I know they were there not too long ago. I think 2016 they were able to win a championship, and I remember having them in studio with us. Um, but they got a new coach, whole new squad this year, and a lot of those kids are uh, a lot of those kids are actually going to be coming back. Um, Jakari Nettles and Devontae Prince they had a uh, 19 and 14 points each, and they made the all tournament team. But um, <clears throat> I just wanted to let everybody know uh, how those guys did. A uh, really good show last week. Just ran into the the wrong team. Um, the Cooperstown team had a kid named Jack Lambert who scored a state record 53 points in a triple overtime game on Saturday, and then he continued that Sunday and had 23 more, and they they just didn't have an answer for him. After the first quarter, Cooperstown pretty much ran away with the game. Wow. Well, it was exciting run, that's for sure, for Middle College, and, you know, well, hopefully they'll be back and – you know, we'll get some Section Six teams to do uh, to bring home some more state titles. Uh, you can mark my word on that. Hey, Quell, it's good to hear from you. I hope you feel better. And uh, when you're in town, make sure you stop by so we see you. Certainly, guys. I love you guys. Miss you guys. I'll be safe. Love you too, pal. Take it easy, and we'll talk to you uh, soon. All right, as I mentioned uh, before the break, Ugly has reared its uh, its head in sports. And uh, what took place in a youth hockey game, there's no excuses for it. Uh, people need to be held accountable for what's going on. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, racial slurs were hurled at a player from one team from another, and the game was allowed to play. Uh, first of all, I want to say this. If the referees heard it, shame on them for not doing anything about it. Shame on them for not tossing the players. If they don't have the authority to do it, you go to the coach. Coach, this is what's going on. Do something about it. If the coach doesn't do anything, remove him. He should be gone. And I think the leagues itself right now uh, should be doing investigations. If, in fact, the coach did hear this stuff and did nothing, he shouldn't be allowed to coach again, uh, at least around kids. Uh, you know, I coach in uh, the NASA League, Niagara Area Youth Sports Association. Ray Turpin is our president. He does such a great job. We are certified as coaches. Everybody on the field is certified. You don't step on the field unless you're certified. To be certified, you have to take course in uh, to be certified. Complete that course. And you get a certificate that shows that you're certified. Uh, the Armani offici officiating crew that does our games, they are certified. They have the authority to eject players. Player cusses on the field, you're gone. It's just that simple. Uh, something needs to be something needs to take place here. Uh, <clears throat> heads need to roll. So when you're going through these certifications. And you're going to the classes because you take classes to get. To yes, we take online course. Okay. Uh, you're given videos on all aspects. Uh, you're talking safety. You're talking communication. You're talking uh, being a coach, what it takes to be a coach, uh, the spirit of the rules, uh, the spirit of what you're doing. And they touch on this, like how to deal with child behavior. Uh, and not just nature. child Is behavior, that? but also parental yeah. behavior. Okay. Okay. And and I've gone through that the, probably the, a lot of the same classes being a coach myself uh in in years past uh, I've had to have the same certifications. 
and uh, and take those classes that are online. But there's even one where you had to go and sit for three, four hours and among other coaches. And there's a few different speakers that come in and tell you about the do's right. and don'ts. And they show you the videos and they point out behavior and things of this nature. And uh, I don't know. I, first of all, I've seen the video. I wasn't there. I'd like to say this was an isolated incident. But Tom, Tony, Francis, we've been on the field. We've been at the courts and we've been at the rinks. This is not an isolated incident. No, and it happens no. in other sports. I ran into uh, met a soccer coach last summer, and he was telling me about a time when his team uh, traveled to one of the suburbs, and the kids from the suburban team were hurling uh, racial slurs towards his players. It's disgusting. I mean, and this is something that is you're not born this way. You learn this this garbage, whether it's from the parents, whether it's from friends, classmates, whatever. There's no excuse for it. No, we have to be better as as parents. As, as a society. As a, well, where does it start, though? It starts with your parents, right? You know, teaching you what right from wrong, what you can, what you, what's acceptable. What's and it's not, not so much that they're sitting down. Hey, Johnny, listen to this. This is our. No, this is because they're talking freely amongst themselves, and the kids pick up on mm-hmm. it. Is sports different? Should it be different? I'm not. There's no excuse for the language and the racial insults. None whatsoever, but you know we've seen hundreds of sports movies where players talk to each other and they say some nasty stuff to one another and they bring in, name the subject, whatever it takes to get in your head. We see it in movies, comedies and and real movies. Name well, then that's if you're doing it to get into somebody's head because uh, you want to, uh, you know, favor yourself for the outcome of the game. That's crossing the line. Where I'm going with this though is there are things that if you want to say stuff to get in my head, there's a line you just don't cross. Right. You don't bring families into it. You don't bring kids in. You know, your family into it, and you definitely don't bring race, race into, into it. it. Right. You know, there you can say things to intimidate me. You know, I'm going to kick your butt all over this field today. You better, you, you know, you're. why did you even get on the bus today? Get back in the locker room. Get back on the bench. Things like that. There's a line you just don't cross. And, and this has nothing to do with being a soft society. That's garbage. When you bring race into it, for, take that softness and stick it. You know where. Exactly. You're crossing the line. If you want to come at me because I stink or, and say things about my play, things of that nature, okay. Whatever, I'm a big boy, I could take it. And that's acceptable on the court, by the way. That's acceptable. Ta- you know, telling someone that they stink and this and that, among players. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you can't handle yeah. that, you shouldn't be playing in sports. That's the way it is. I, it, well, you just know, because it's the way it is doesn't mean it's not, Because there are things just, I also think. I'm just think, trying to find the line you don't cross. And what is that line? It is a very fine line. I, I mean, think it's I'll, race and family. I'll give you an example. Is is. I know just this past week I've been in Florida at games, right, watching my son play baseball. He slides into second base, right? Everybody thought he was in there safe, and he just looked at the umpire and he goes, you know, what's the call? And he has two players on the opposing team telling him to drop at least 10 explicitives on him sitting at second base that only he could hear, right? Well, it's like I said. There's a line you just don't cross. It is, but you know, and you have to you have to distinguish. The coach really has to distinguish probably that line. 
I guess you know, but you you go. Yeah, from I mean, you can't tell me years. that this coach did not hear this. Okay, corner. that's oh, what I want I, to address gonna, right there. Hey, no one's going to so, defend this coach. So hold on, hold on. I'm actually I'm not saying that he didn't hear it. Okay, but we've all coached. How many times have each one of you gotten so tunnel vision you did not know what was going on on the other side of you? Because it happens more often than not. I don't know where we were in the game. I don't know anything about the game. I don't know how close it was. I don't know what it was for. But did that coach have be so tunnel vision on a play that he didn't hear what was going on? If it happened once, I could buy it. But this went on not this one on pretty much all game. Okay. From the bench. I haven't heard the video, okay. so from, I will yeah. say that, right? Okay. From um, the bench they were mocking him and making gestures and things of that nature. Those coaches, whether it's the head coach or assistants, unless you're blind, deaf, and dumb, you didn't know what those kids were doing. You had to be blind, deaf, and dumb not to know what your players on the bench were doing, not to realize it. And that coach should have sat those kids down, sent them to the locker room, and the officials, if they heard anything. And, and, you know, that glass, it's tough to hear what's going on on the ice unless you're sitting on the bench – you know, with no glass in front of you, even if you're in the penalty box, it's tough to hear what's going on on the ice. You, they have to really be shouting to understand it, but these kids were heard. It was picked up. I mean, yeah, obviously these it was kids picked were up heard. on video. So, so we have that crowd heard. mic, Francis, that we use when we do broadcasts. That picks up a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. And stuff we don't want them necessarily to pick up all the time. But that crowd mic does a good job of picking up noise. Now, the way I, my could, understanding is that the uh, president of the league that oversees this, uh, this team has stepped down. Yes. Uh, for reasons I don't know. Uh, Maybe they didn't like the way he handled it or how I long think, it took yeah, to I handle think it. Was it the length that it took to I'll respond. I think there was yes. an email yes. that was sent to him when the incident first happened, and that was and there was nothing ever done about it until this hit the media airways. No. And I think that it's one of those deals where well, then he should nothing happened. He should have. So he had to step down. But that it was should his, be pointed out, too, the team in question is this Cheektowaga uh, t- travel team. That is not a high school team, folks. That ha- they have nothing to do with. No, this is a Chicago Central. Yeah, right. this is a travel team. Kids come from all over. So, you know, there could be kids from Amherst, West Seneca, Town of Tonawanda. This isn't just Chicago kids. Okay, so break. Yeah, that well, I didn't down. mention it because it's not really important where they're from. Uh, it was, what's important is the fact that this incident took place and that there were people that could have heard it. I will say this, could have, so I don't mean to uh, uh, insinuate that they did. If, again, if the referee heard it, should have done something. If the coach heard it, shame on him for not doing something. But we as coaches have to be able to communicate. We're not just teaching sports, guys. We're teaching life lessons. Yes. If you, If this is going to happen during the game, it's pretty good chance something could have happened that stuff is said during practices. Or even in the classroom and other or a class. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm constantly preaching life lessons to my players. It starts on the bus. Yeah? Well, I'm, we don't take buses to games, so I don't know. It, no, not to games. <laughs> school. It starts on that bus ride to school. I mean, how many times do you, do you come home and, and your son, daughter, whoever it is, said, I just heard X on the bus? Yeah, and that's when you need to sit your kid down and explain to them, uh, you know, what time it is. It's, you know, that, that's up to that's on us as adults. Yeah. But I'm speaking from a coach's standpoint. You got to teach life lessons to your yeah. kids. It never ends. No, it doesn't, you know, and it it's sad. Ends. It really is sad, and it's disgusting. So, uh, you know, 
and I've even tossed this idea around in my head. Should and believe me, I'm against big government, but you know, does does government need to get involved in monitoring and having some sort of supervision over youth sports, whether it's travel teams, house teams? I know that's a whole nother <laughs> discussion. Think about it. Discuss amongst yourselves. We'll do that down the line. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have more Inside High School Sports. Should I put my boxing gloves on? I'm listening to some good music here. All right. Let me go over there. Welcome back to Inside High School Sports. Last segment. Don't forget Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. Tonight at 7, the Sabres take on... Montreal, right here on WGR Sports Defense Radio. Canadians. I'm trying to do a friend. I can't do it well. You know. Montreal, Les Habitants. Sponsored However. by Amtrak today. They're flying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, before the break, uh, we were getting into about the inc- incident that took place in a youth hockey game uh, where racial slurs were uh, towards another player, unacceptable. And, and during the break, we were just kind of kicking around some more. So obviously we're not going to have time to get into the uh, WNY uh, Athletics Hockey's uh, team. We're going to have to do that uh, another week. So we're going to continue talking about some of the things that uh, are involved and going on. And one of the things I want to mention is, you know, you, uh, I mentioned about the governing bodies. Governing bodies lay down rules that all the organ- organizations follow. And I'm sick and tired of hearing about organizations trying to bend the rules, find loopholes so they can gain an advantage for the sole purpose of winning a championship. Look, if winning a championship is what you're all about and all you care about, get the hell out of sports. You don't belong. Follow the rules. Follow the spirit of the rules. We're all in this to teach our kids how to play sports safely and the correct way. You're not getting a scholarship to Alabama out of Little League. Understand that. Coach is not going to show up at your Little Loop game scouting your players. All right? Knock it off. The Pagulas in the NFL are not going to go to your Little League looking for the next coach. Get over it. And I think the the leagues that oversee the organizations need to do more to discipline organizations that are stepping out of line. We talked during the break, um, and Tom, you know, you've been involved with youth sports for so long, travel programs and such. You've got one going right now, one of the tops in, in our area for base, youth baseball. Um, but you had mentioned some of these coaches that may have a – history just jump from league to league because they maybe run out of time in one or the other they've you know these leagues said you know what we don't want you back you're not right for this well, how about organizations that have been kicked out of leagues and bounce around that happens too but what what i suggest it needs to happen everyone that's going to coach whether at the travel team travel level youth whatever they have they should have to register in the state make sure they have those certifications if an incident like this comes up with this coach that's you know overseeing the hockey team maybe he could learn from going back to school or getting recertified maybe he goes on this list and when you are researching organizations and coaches you know everyone wants to play for the junior sabers well let's just say there's a coach there that's had a history of being a bully 
or allowing stupid stuff to go on, shenanigans. Well, when you register for this team or whatever, you see the history of that coach, where he's been. And maybe there's com a comment section or a review section. Maybe no comments, but a review. Does he have a history of being a uh, an issue, a discipline problem with officials or whatever? And people can weigh in on certain people. And I'm not doing this to tear a coach down. I'm doing this. No, to this is a human thing. This, yeah. you know, let me ask you guys this: in sports, is that an excuse for class, decency, respect to be thrown away, or should we display those characteristics all the time? No doubt, all the time. I mean, I, I, I be professional when you're out there. I'd be careful of a comment section because maybe not the comment section, but at least some kind of review. So. And, and if a guy gets to a point where he's been run out of a couple leagues, it's time for I, I someone think you to trust, sit that guy down. I think that's just t word of mouth is eventually you get shut away from a bunch of places. Word goes around that, and you'll get shut away from everywhere. I think you got to rely on that. If you try to make, do a comment section or reviews, you could just, just have somebody try to blackball you. And, if you're coaching, you have to register somewhere. And if you continually have these incidents come up, at some point, they have to say, you cannot coach in this state anywhere. You cannot go find 12 kids to go play in this league. And be, You have a history. You need to go get recertified. You oh. need to go get a specific class for this behavior. Your teams continually are discipline problems. You're constantly a discipline problem for this particular incident. You're going to go get recertified. You're going to go do 40 hours of classes on how to treat people or what's acceptable language on the ice and what isn't or something along those lines well here's a, and a, until you've passed it and you're certified you cannot but here's coach. a problem here's a problem that that the uh both the organizations and the leagues are facing and uh finding people that want to volunteer to be a coach right. finding people that want to uh, be a referee we talked about this a few weeks ago and how there's a shortage of uh, referees because people are sick and tired of the abuse from the parents so i understand that part maybe there's a uh, you do a review at the end of your season if, if a coach like you know uh, with niagara falls junior football at our banquet you're given a, there's a form handed out if you want to uh, coach the following year you check off and you you know you sign your name that you want to coach okay so i tony kelliger says he wants to coach next year and he's coached with us before so now you do a review of okay were there any uh any incidents brought up uh regarding this coach oh well negative 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 maybe that's the time to say all right let's move on from tony and right but then tony doesn't like what he hears what does tony do tony goes over to another league takes five right. of the players exactly. with him or he starts, starts up a whole else. new team or or he starts a whole new league right with his own rules in place right it doesn't matter what it is or and to be honest with you I, I, that I like what, what uh, Frank is saying over here, but what does that person now become? Now that that coach who's been taken out now becomes that parent on the sideline that is so difficult to deal with on the sideline that you now have a new issue to deal with, sure. and that is yeah. a parent. Because as coaches that. now, you are not only coaching on those players on the field, you are coaching those parents on the sidelines because those parents are now your responsibility whether you like it or not you know it's a great point Tom yeah it really great is point. there's so much that goes into uh, what goes on you know how to be a good parent 
to a, a kid that's playing sports, son mm-hmm. or daughter. You know, don't cuss on the sidelines in the stands. Don't uh, berate the officials and the coaches. When you berate the uh, the coaches, what happens is your kid picks up on that, no longer has any respect for the coach, and uh, the odds of that child learning anything, you know, is pretty much slim. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Could you do it real quick? Yeah, I just want to wish my dad a happy 70th birthday. Today. Happy birthday, Mr. Wolf! You did a great job in raising this uh, young man, Frank. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> we- <laughs> you see Derek, he put his hand up like, eh. Yeah, well, a, lot we a lot of wooden spoons. <laughs> we'll have to talk to him after the show. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us rant about this. Obviously, this is something that we're passionate about and something we believe in. Discuss amongst yourselves. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.